Hello. Thank you for listening to our prayer clinic podcast. This is the second episode and I'm your host, Dr. Evelyn. Thank you. Um, In episode one, we talked about the myths about prayer. We talked about five myths that can hinder you from praying effectively. Number one, we said you don't you, you don't need a specific location in order to pray effectively. God is everywhere at the same time and you can call upon him wherever you are. Number two, the second prayer myth is that God hears both the prayers of a pastor and a congregation member. So both of us can, bo- can go boldly unto God. Number three, that you don't also need to be in a particular posture, whether you are kneeling, whether you are standing, whether you are lying down, whatever posture you adapt, God will hear you when you pray. Number four, that God hears the sinner's prayer as well as the saint. Whether you are a sinner or a saint, God will hear you when you pray. And the fifth, but not the um, least, is that we can pray at all times. There isn't any specific time that one can pray. And that actually leads us into our second episode and what we will be talking about today. Today, I'm going to um, give you eight practical ways that you can pray eight practical ways for the busy bee. So you are without excuse to say that I am so busy, I hardly can find time to pray. I'm very excited to be sharing these things with you because guess what? I'm drawing from my over 30 years experience as a prayer warrior. I love to pray because I have seen God do some great things simply because I asked him in prayer. And it is those same keys that I want to place in your hands so that you will also experience God's miracles in your life. We see in the scriptures, when the disciples came to Jesus, they asked him, Lord, teach us to pray. And in response to that, Jesus said, he began by responding, and when you pray meaning that for you to be prayerful or to um, build a prayerful lifestyle, you need to find the time to pray. When you make that decision as to when exactly is a good time for you to pray. So the practical ways that you can find times to pray is one, that your radio time. Look at the times that you watch the radio. And here I'll just be zeroing in, especially for workers who do morning commute or afternoon, evening, or even midnight commute. Sometimes you are um, going to work and on that long commute is so lonely and boring. So you want something to preoccupy you and we kind of use the radio as a company. As if you hear all the voices and it feels good because then it feels like you have company in the car. And sometimes most of the discussions are repetitive. 
But I want to draw your attention to the fact that if let's say you're a very early morning commuter that you couldn't even get the time in the morning to pray because you have to leave before the traffic builds up. You now want to kill two birds with one stone. So what you do is after you've listened to the headline news for the day, maybe in about 15, 30 minutes, I will encourage you to turn off the radio and then begin to talk to your heavenly father. You are right in your car. You are by yourself. You can begin to speak. Sometimes even if you are so stuck in traffic, so you are virtually not moving. It's a good time to pray than to get anxious. And sometimes for some of us, we start even cursing through our windows because somebody crossed us the wrong way. Instead, use that time to pray. You pray quietly in your car, talking to the Lord about the day, committing your time to work, whatever the assignments you have for the day, you commit that to him to help you, to energize you, to grant you the wisdom, the insight, and the understanding, even to do an excellent work as you are going to um, work. The second time or the second practical way by which you can find time to pray is actually the time, your TV time, the time you watch TV. I've also realized that especially the news time for TV, sometimes I will be looking at it after 30 minutes, you will see that they repeat the same cycle over and over again, especially those of us who like um, watching cable news. After about 30 minutes, is the same thing they are talking about. The murder that happened here, the um, somebody who shot somebody there, and over and over again. So after you see that the cycle is repeating, you don't need to waste your time glued to the set as if, I mean, you are you, by default. You cannot move away. If you see that even th today I haven't prayed, that's a good time to save some of that time and just shut it down and begin to talk to the Father from the depths of your heart. Because we need these times of prayer because they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. And guess what? We will you will also exchange your weakness with the strength and power of the Almighty God. The third practical way to find time to pray is also, um, for some of us, we have some favorite shows that it's like we cannot miss this. Now, we are so fortunate we, you can pre-record your show. So if for any reason you realize that I haven't prayed today, but my show is coming on, utilize technology to your advantage, pre-record, and instead find, spend some minutes in prayer, talking to the Father, renewing your strength, casting your care upon him, interceding for your loved ones, etc., etc., and then later you can watch the show in your own spare time. The fourth practical way that you can also find time to pray is your break time. During break, time at work. For some of us, we have about one hour break time. And then maybe we even had a packed 
sandwich with us. So we didn't really need to go um, spend time at the canteen waiting for long hours for food. So that's a good time to quickly eat your sandwich and then use the rest of the time to pray. If it's the place is such that you can't do any meaningful praying, there are times that you, you even can step out a little bit. Some workplaces have um, relaxing um, places where you can go sit, or maybe there is a garden nearby or a coffee shop nearby because it's lunchtime anyway. We are blessed to have our um, electronic copies of our Bibles right on our phone. So during that time, your lunch break, you can actually be meditating on God's word. Because when the Lord, the word of God is dwelling in you richly. It's a faith comes by hearing and hearing God's word. So to build a strong faith that will even help you in your prayer life, you need a lot of God's word in your heart. And in Colossians chapter 3, verse 16, the word of God ad admonishes us that let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. So you will admonish one another with the word of God. And the first person that it will profit is you. In Psalm 119, verse 105, the psalmist said, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. If you need some light in this world of darkness, the word of God will show you the way. So it's very important you find time to hide his word in your heart. Number five. Especially this goes for moms. The, I remember when I was, um, I had young children. When they are young and they are all over the place, it's very, very difficult. I have two strong boys and a girl. And it was very difficult sometimes taking care of them. They, they run to the side, you're after them. They are spilling things all over. You are, I mean, busy right from morning till evening. And sometimes if you are not careful, you see that a whole week is gone and you haven't prayed. And because um, you haven't renewed your spirit in that sense, sometimes the very little thing irritates you. And then it's like you want to take it out on them. So um, what I found was that the very, very good time for me to pray was sometimes very early in the morning when they were still asleep. So once they are asleep, I can wake up maybe save 30 minutes, one hour, and pray before the children wake up. Or sometimes it's evening time. Then I spend some time in prayer. But for the married um, people, I want to say a caution here. Don't use the evening times when you are supposed to be spending with your uh, spouse and then you are under the guise, well, I have to pray. Dr. Evelyn said evening time is good, so I'm praying. No, that's not what I'm talking about. You must fulfill all righteousness. So if the children go to bed and that's the time that you need to spend time with your spouse, it is also honorable to God because the Bible says marriage is honorable and the marriage bed must be undefiled. So make time to also spend time with your spouse. But pick a time that you know you are not in anybody's space and spend time and commune with your heavenly father. The sixth practical way that I, I want to share with you is actually about scheduling. I realize that I'm a very, very busy 
person. I work full-time as a business consultant. And then I, I am also a full-time minister of the gospel. I'm also a best-selling author. And I have many different um, things that I am working on at the same time. And like I shared with you, I'm also a mother. I had three children by the grace of God that we had to care for. And so I, my life is always very, very busy. And in the midst of that, sometimes you also get speaking engagements and you go and you are traveling, you are speaking at conferences, doing different things with your life. So one of the things that really helped me was to have a schedule. So I have a schedule. I even have a schedule. On my schedule, you will find when I do um, large cooking for the family, for instance. And right on that same schedule, I have my working schedule. I have my home one. And on it, you will see my time for prayer. Because I noticed if I don't do it that way, other things will take up all the time. You always have to make that time to pray. And when you schedule, it really works. So then I know that from maybe if I wake up at four, I'm praying from four to five. Or if I went to bed late and I'm waking up maybe at seven, I know I'm praying from seven to eight. On other days or on weekends or specific days that I say, okay, I'm going on a retreat. So that one too, maybe you've scheduled it uh, months ahead. So if I'm on a retreat, of course, and I'm gone for maybe a three days retreat, then I'm using most of my time in prayer, meditation, seeking the face of God for different things. So it's very, very important. You, if you are the scheduling type, make sure you include prayer because when you pray, your strength will be renewed. The Bible says that many are the plans in a man's heart, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. And if you are not praying, how do you connect and even live out the purposes of God for your life? Number seven, the, the seventh practical way that I want to share with you and which I call the ultimate goal is to pray without season. Somebody, I know well, a friend would say, come on, Dr. Evelyn, what are you talking about? If we are to pray without season, then it means I can't go to work. I can't do anything. I get up and I'm maybe in a secluded place praying 24-7. No, that's not what I'm talking about. The Bible says that um, God can do exceeding abundantly above all, what, above all that we can ask, you can ask, or think. And sometimes you also, as I said, the psalmist said, I commune with God in my heart. And sometimes you will have to be praying in your heart. So those are the times that you will find yourself, for instance, in the airport. You are waiting for the plane. You don't want to look like some weird person because some people say that some Christians are so weird, they don't even want to. Um, some people find it um, that they don't want to get themselves involved with any spiritual thing because they think spiritual people are weird. You don't need to be one of those people. So right at the airport, you are seated quietly, but in your heart, you are talking to God. You are talking to God. I remember um, I was traveling to um, a city, one of the cities in Chicago, 
And then when we um, got to Chicago that day, they had to do the smaller planes would take us to that next city. Some way, somehow, that it was very cloudy. Before I noticed, they announced on the um, system that the plane will no more be leaving that night. So then what happens? Am I supposed to sleep at the airport? Where I was going, I have not gotten to my destination. But it said, we, we will not be leaving. And so they've canceled the flight. Come on. I was seated right at the airport in my chair and right in my heart. I began to talk to God. I said, Holy Father, this cannot happen. I need to get to where I am going. If I decide to um, ride or drive there, that's another two hours. And I've been traveling since morning. I'm not about to drive another two hours to this next city. So please, some way, somehow, let these people change their mind. Let the, the weather conditions stabilize so they can take us to our destination. And if after that, they will not fly in the, uh, um, for the rest of the day, well, that's up to you. But please, I want to fly. I'm so tired. I cannot be on the road. I'm sitting there. I haven't opened my mouth. I haven't said a word. But right within me, I was talking to my heavenly father. About 30 minutes after that, we have the pilot come back on the uh, announcement. And he says, that, okay, the flight to so-so-and-so will leave in 30 minutes. By then, we have most of our people, they had gone, they said they were going to rent cars, they were going to do all sorts of different things. And praise God, they got us on that flight and I was able to get to my destination. So there are situations where you must talk to the Lord in your heart. And some people even think that if they are not praying out loud or they are not in a certain posture, or some secluded place, they cannot talk to God, and they don't even believe in short prayers. Jesus said, when you pray, don't be like the heathen who think that they can be heard because of their many words. You don't need to repeat and repeat and repeat. God will hear you, whether it's a short prayer or it's a long prayer. And uh, we see the example of Jesus that when he was on the cross, at the very last moment, he cried out and said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And he gave up the ghost. As short as that prayer was, God heard him and answered that prayer. The last point, um, number eight, is that call upon God in the time of your need. We are so used to our first response, 911. But call 911, but right after that, do a speed, a speed dial to heaven as well. Call upon God in the time of your need. He said, cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. So these practical ways that I have shared with you, that one, turn off the radio if need be, turn off the TV is number two if need be, Number three, record your favorite show. Number four, take some time from your break time if you are a worker. Number five, moms, you can find 
a time suitable when the babies are sleeping to make time to pray. Number six, if you are the scheduling person, schedule a time, put a time on your outlook where you have your calendar, where you have everything. Have a daily prayer schedule right there. Number seven, the ultimate is to pray without season. And you can do this by always linking up with your heavenly father right in your heart, spirit. And God is a spirit. You are also a spirit being link up and you can be communicating in a continuous flow. Don't let that flow break. Keep in link with God for he has said, I'll be in them. I'll be their God and they shall be my people. So never forget that. And num number eight, make sure you call upon God in your time of need. I thank you for tuning in for episode two. In episode three, don't miss this because I'll be sharing with you the number one secret to receiving answers to your prayers. If you really want to be confident when you are praying and you are confident in your heart that I know God will hear me, tune in next week, same time, and learn the number one secret to receiving answers to your prayers. Thank you so much. Please visit our Facebook page, Dr. Evelyn Ministries, and download a copy of the notes of this podcast. Visit our Facebook page, Dr. Evelyn Ministries. Also join us for our live prayer conference on Saturdays from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Eastern Time. You have, we have all the details on our website, on um, our Facebook page. So check the Facebook page, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. Also, if you have a specific prayer request, please don't hesitate. Email us your prayer request at dr.evelyn.ministries at gmail.com. The email address again, dr.evelyn.ministries at gmail.com. I'm so glad you joined us. God bless you. See you next week.